Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. We have finished season five, so that means a hiatus episode. And this time we're going to be talking about the early aughts classic rom-com, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And yeah. that, was, that was your choice, and it was a great choice. Well, you know, I was trying to pick a movie from the era, and um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is, like, beloved among most of women our age. Mm-hmm. For That's some true. reason, as I was re-watching it, I was like, why did we love this movie so much? That was not the reaction I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to, uh, to talk about it. Uh, this movie came out in 2003. A good year. Good. That's the year you were born, right? Yes, it was. I knew it. I knew it. Um, Uh, It was uh, written. So it's based on a a thin little book called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Universal Don'ts of Dating. And the book is thin? Yeah. All right. Well, it's universal. Gotcha. Uh, Enough to fill a two-hour film. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, the book was written by Michelle Alexander and Jeannie Long. The movie was written by Kristen Buckley, Brian Reagan, and Burr Steers. It was directed by Donald Petrie. Petrie. All names I have never heard before. Yeah. The Netflix movie yeah, summary says, Ben bets his coworkers that he can make a woman fall in love with him in just 10 days. But along comes Andy, a writer with her own agenda. With her own pen, quill, and paper. Pen, quill, and paper? Her own pen, quill, and paper, just in case something goes wrong. <laughs> Very um, smart. Whoever names these characters loves alliteration, by the way. Mm-hmm. Andy Anderson, Ben Barry, Chris the, Coletto. <laughs> the, the Judies. Those are the two women that work with Ben. Oh, God, they're they want the diamond, so they annoying. Count. Let's talk. Let's. So, first of all, this cast. Michael Michelle, she was in, she was one of the Judies. She was in ER. Oh, wow. Annie Paris, who plays Jeannie, she was in As the World Turns. Wow. We have some stars, soap opera stars. Indeed. Well, ER was not a soap opera. It's a very serious drama, medical drama on oh, okay. NBC. All right. Ran from 1994 to 2005. Okay. <laughs> we open in a waiting room, in a in a exam room. Oh boy. I'm currently rewatching ER. Do you want to do the next podcast about ER? It's 15 How seasons. How many? No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, it's really good. Guess what? Holds up. Okay, and um, so we're talking about how to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> okay, the thing about One Tree Hill that's interesting <laughs> to me is... <laughs> um, Annie Anderson is so interesting. She's gorgeous and she likes sports. Isn't that so fascinating? Can you even believe it? Wow, that's... She's like a unicorn. She doesn't even exist. I know, it's crazy. I'm looking at a unicorn right now, in fact. In the mirror? How very dare you? <laughs> Get it? Because you're you're great. No, I get it. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> so Kate Hudson in this, we all wanted to be Kate Hudson because she's young, she's beautiful, 
She's got a killer bod. She's got her dream job and a master's degree at the ripe old age of 25 or something. And she is just like so cool. She's like the, she's a very cool chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she like loves the Knicks. This was like a specific type of character that was um, built like around this time. Mm-hmm. You have like a, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl would be the exact opposite of this, but like a very specific character type is like she is the cool girl. She's interesting because it's not normal for like uh, women to like sports and also be like a legit, the whole fucking meal and also like nice. Like it's not, that's not normal. So it's different. It's not normal for a woman to have a super thin body, but also love hamburgers. Yeah. The scene where she's like, down on it. Yeah. I mean like mood, but also I don't look like her. No, she's very, listen, she's just very thin in the movie. Yeah. And like, the movie count her ribs. I know. You can see her ribs. It's like, holy shit, girl. There are a couple times in the movie that it um just really glorified that diet culture or like, I haven't eaten since the breakup. Good for you. It's like, whoa. Yeah. And this is what we watched when we were some of us were, you know, 12, 13. <laughs> She she was about to say we and then realized her audience and was like, well, it wasn't Kim. She wasn't that young then. <laughs> no, I was like 14 or 15 when this movie came out. But still very cool. formative, impressionable years for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very casual, like eating disorder culture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very and un- common. Unrealistic expectations of a professional work life. Yes. And while I'm at it. Okay. Unrealistic expectations of a New York City work life. Because she, the first scene, they get to the office and then they're like, our friend Catherine Hahn is heartbroken and at home and she has to be in a meeting in 10 minutes. And they go all the way down to her apartment, which unless it's on the second floor of this exact building, I do not believe that they get her, get back in time for this meeting. Bring her samples. She has to change. She has to change. She has to brush her hair. Yeah. They have to catch the subway. But no. They make it. They make it in time. The um once they go pick up Catherine Hahn and they get into the elevator with her and she's like, I know why he broke up with me. Because again, casual eating disorder culture of uh the early aughts. Uh it's because you're fat and the girls go, You're not fat. The there is an extra in the elevator who fucking ate that scene up. <laughs> um she is standing like as you're looking at it. She is on the left. She's in a, um, she's got blonde curly hair and a striped shirt. That was her scene. Everyone else was lucky to be there. And I loved it. I remembered her. (laughs) Even as the elevator. 20 years later, she's like, hey, have you guys ever seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Okay, so there's a scene in an elevator. I star in that motherfucking scene. She's not having to remind anybody. Everybody knows. (laughs) (laughs) She gets recognized on the street, giving out autographs. Girl in elevator. I would fucking remember her. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. She came to work that day. All right. She's a trained actor. Indeed. The meeting that they go to, mm-hmm. the first meeting. Let me tell you what I don't want to be in. A meeting where everyone takes their shoes off. <laughs> yeah. Retweet. Or a meeting where my boss is like, okay, family. No. No, we're not a family. Thank you, though. I have one. <laughs> 
but it did make me think of how that that hopefully that idea is like going away like oh we're all a family here we're not a family co-workers yeah i don't want and and i just i'd barely even like some of you yeah and then they yeah take off their shoes Ugh. Ugh, nightmare scenario. I will say this. Lana, the editor, is right about how Andy should not be doing a political piece in her column. I know. This it's is not early. the magazine for Oh. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's not the magazine for it. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking her column is too new. But it did make me think about Teen Vogue. Because remember how Teen Vogue used to just be Teen Vogue, and now they do like a ton of political stuff? Yeah, I guess now, like, it's impossible to have, well, like, what are magazines anymore, you know? <laughs> True. Just, like, look online. <laughs> they're, uh, they're all online now. I don't think yeah. magazines are real anymore. No, they are. They still sell them, but they're, like, um, it's, like, a sad aisle to go down. Oh. They, they do still sell them because my... Uh, <laughs> the newspaper stand that I like to go to sometimes has magazines also. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that magazines are still sold because um, recently Pedro Pascal was interviewed for Wired magazine and I went out and I bought it. And how do you feel about that? I feel ashamed. But <laughs> I don't regret it. <laughs> I more regret admitting it to you people. <laughs> No one's going to judge you. Okay. No, no one will. No, we're no a family. Yeah. <laughs> no one judges in a family. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a fun fact I had a very short but um, heightened relationship stuff with a boy who looked a lot like Matthew McConaughey oh. specifically in this movie. Big flex. And, um, Big flex. Let me tell you, very, you know, a short but heightened relationship is not the best. So watching this movie for like two hours was like, cool. So what is a heightened relationship? Just a very heightened emotions. Like intense? Yeah. Wow. Well, so was this relationship. They <laughs> fell in love in 10 mere days. We fell in love in nine. You and I? No, you and I fell in love immediately. Immediately. Upon first sight. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you were like, who's this old as fuck woman <laughs> with her fucking walker coming in here? About to be 30 in two years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We helped this elderly woman <laughs> cross the street and then we fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, sure. Magazines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that was something I thought about during the movie. <laughs> Your ex-boyfriend? Nice. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool vibes. Not as smooth as Matthew McConaughey. Like not, you know. Matthew yeah. McConaughey's got a little game. Yeah, he's got some swagger. He knows where he's stolen. Yeah. Um, also a note for our youths when they first meet. And then he's like, let's get out of here and go get some food. Uh, and they ride on the motorcycle. Do not do that. Don't get on the back of a motorcycle of someone that you just met. With a strange man, yeah. Yeah. At least go to another public location, not his apartment. Yeah. Tell people where you're going. What, and what, they need his full name. What question were you going to ask me just now? What microphone? Can you tap your microphone? 
Can you tap your headphones? I don't want it. (laughs) Give me a little tap on the headphones. Uh oh. (laughs) God damn it. Is it too late? No, it's uh, just be careful as you're fidgeting. I only noticed it because you were playing with it a little bit. Uh, I was like, well, that's right inside of my earbud. Well, her ADD is right inside of my earbud. (laughs) Get you a fidget spinner. (laughs) Uh, They do have baller chemistry, though. Oh, always have. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Fool's Gold. You saw Fool's Gold? I actually didn't, but. Sure didn't. Yeah, no. I mean, they're just a great looking couple. Like You see them walking down the street and you're just like, fuck off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you and your golden locks. Both of you. And your adorable smiles. Ugh. Both of you. Both of you. <laughs> um, it's funny that you said that you were like, I don't know why we loved this movie so much and are so obsessed with it. Because I wrote down, I could break this whole movie down, but also, I don't care. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a great nostalgia watch. If it was on cable TV, I would not sh- shut it off. Yeah. It was very quotable at the time. I remember I always quoted drama, drama, drama. <laughs> like, what that's a throwaway one. line. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's Jeannie. That's our As the World Turns girl. Yes, Jeannie. She was a main character on the show for a while. All right, well, almost got her a big break in this movie. Yeah. So Catherine Hahn stole the show. Yeah, indeed. Were you just thinking about Catherine Hahn now? Yeah, I was thinking about how she, like, doesn't really age. She still looks great. That's a good point, yeah. Um, I meant to reread for my birthday. I got a book called... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> The fatal error was thinking that I could read it from here. Yeah, sure. It's in the other room. What's it called, Kim? It's called From Hollywood with Love, The Rise and Fall of and Rise Again of the Romantic Comedy. And there's a whole chapter in here about how to lose a guy in 10 days. And I meant to reread it last night, but didn't have a chance. Wow. She really cares so. about the podcast, you guys. <laughs> I, hey, I did other research, so just... For what, like politics and stuff? For this episode, and also, yes, both. (laughs) (laughs) I want to write about stuff that matters, like politics and religion. And I was like, oh, sweetie, none of that stuff matters either. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, do it. (laughs) (laughs) My mug today, I chose it specifically because it's got Diet Coke in it. First of all, that's why it's sweating. Um, Okay. <laughs> or it's just it's my mug and everything yeah. in my house. Exactly. Yeah. Um this is the Cosmic Entertainment is the um or was the production company that Goldie Hawn and the whole family had. This is where I did oh, my internship. Fun. Yeah. So fun fact, I interned there and you, didn't you are have anything to do with this movie. Two degrees of separation away from the star of the movie. Indeed. She the she gave me a great margarita recipe that I have taken what I remember of it and made my own um, after she asked me, do you drink? And I was 19 or 20 and I said no, because I didn't because I was, was such this, a good little kid. Was this Kate Hudson or Goldie Hawn? It was Katie. I was like, no, I don't. Katie. 
Yes, Kitty. Um, also, it is very it that is the only thing I've taken away from it. It's a very long time, and I had very little interactions with her. But I still, for some reason, can't get can't say Kate. Eh. It feels too weird. Aww. I feel like calling you Ashley. Ew. I know. I hate it. <laughs> Even just the example. I hate yeah, it. I did not enjoy that. No, sorry. Um, but uh, she asked me if I drank, and I said no because I was a good little kid and didn't. <laughs> I went away from the mic, even though this mic isn't even on. You went into your microphone. <laughs> Stupid. You took it with you. you like, I was like, come on. That's you. That's you. <laughs> anyway, the point is, that's the mug I'm using today. <laughs> that story started like 17 hours ago. I know. I know. Oh. Also, the scene where um, Ben, she's like, can you get me a soda? I'm really thirsty. Wait, this one's not diet. This is regular. Ben is a fucking saint. Saint and deserves like immediate sex stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I Can you imagine in the fucking finals being like, yeah, I'll I'll leave my seat. At Madison Square Garden to go get this bitch a drink. Twice. And who drinks Diet Coke with no ice? you well it was cold from the fridge all right i'm putting it in a mug i know but <laughs> all right just throw one do you want to hear the story now. about the mug again no really no <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh well fine then <laughs> fine also fine also sleepless in seattle is a perfect movie yeah. Okay. So that's what this guy is watching when he punches Ben, right? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I I never fight, would never fight, but I would, I get the vibe of, if you can't hear, see her here, sleepless in Seattle, I'll punch someone. Yeah, but this guy has like some issues. Yeah. Let's admit that. Let's admit that together. He's going to go see sleepless in Seattle alone. And, and he's cry so affected out loud. by it. Yeah, crying and sobbing. And he's so affected by it that he punches someone. So he's not well. No, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. But I have yeah. to say, Ben puts up with a lot of shit. I know he wants to win his little bet, but wow. I think the thing that this movie does well is when she is like her normal self, they are they have sweet chemistry. So that you, I, I don't know, they do a great job of showing that they would be cute together. Yeah. Post you get bed. glimpses of it. Glimpses of their chem-chem. Yeah. Chem-chem. TM-tem. Kim-chem. <laughs> yeah. Kim-chem. Kim-chem. Nice. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> It took us a second, but it was worth it, I think. You have Kim Kim. <laughs> I, I try my best. That's <laughs> all I have. So, yeah. So then they go see the movie. Then they come back. They're about to do Kim Kim sex stuff. The funniest fucking line to me is when they're, like, making out and she goes for his pants and goes, little big, little big. I don't know. We will find out. <laughs> It's not wrong. It's pretty accurate. She is about to find out. Yeah. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. 
she's really good in this scene. She's really good when she's acting like a lunatic. Yeah. She's not a lunatic. No, she's a cool girl. She knows the guys at the like Thai food restaurant who give her like burritos in the back while she watches the next game. Pretends to be vegetarian or yeah. vegan or whatever. Mm, <laughs> I'm I a pescatarian. That's different than vegan. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Very and even different. that is annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool, just cool, kidding cool. just kidding whatever <laughs> uh, um have you ever had a cucumber sandwich when they're all playing poker and she's like here's your cucumber sandwiches nope what did you use as a condiment on that mayonnaise Cheese? i think so i think it's mayonnaise and cucumber and bread without Ugh. crust Ugh. really awful ew no why why it's not, that's not a sandwich well, it's not a sandwich, but they just call it a sandwich. That doesn't it's make any sense. <laughs> it's finger food. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'll take something um, else. What are you going to have instead? Chips. Oh, God. And chips. What do you in <laughs> your iced diet coke? <laughs> what do you have today? Brook water? Just water. Just water. Hmm. Uh, what do you think about the Staten Island stuff? <laughs> Why was well, that know, the reaction? You're being very judgy today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> The Staten Island stuff sucks that they have to go there. Um, although they do have nice property right there on the water. I doubt that exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And just in case you weren't sure that it was Staten Island, they every single exterior shot showed the Verrazano Bridge. So, yeah. You love Staten Island. The island, you call it. Actually, I call <laughs> it the dump. <laughs> Got him. Just kidding. We're actually number one in Staten Island. Shout out to Staten Island. Shaolin. <laughs> That's not what it's called. That's what they call it. Wu Tang was from Shaolin. Shaolin? Yeah. That doesn't make any you. fucking <laughs> That doesn't make any fucking sense. Shaolin. <laughs> Staten. There's no yeah, H's see? in it at all. Exactly. Staten Island. That's fucking all right. Well, now I'm mad. <laughs> I like the Staten Island part, but now I'm mad about it. Blame Wu Tang, I guess. Oh, I would never. <laughs> They're nothing to fuck with. That's true. Yeah. Can't fuck with Shaolin. That cannot be right, though. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I believe you. I believe you. I'm the voice of the tri-state area. It. I know. <laughs> How do you spell that? S H A O L I N. I hate it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang Staten Island, Shaolin Land. Shaolin. Anyway. All right, well, we covered Staten Island. Shaolin. 
Nope, can't do it. I cannot <laughs> say that, by the way. I do not. There is no way for me to sound any la- lamer than yeah. saying that. <laughs> you pulled That's it true. off. You you sounded cool. Well, I'm the voice of the tri-state area. All right. <laughs> um, speaking of Staten Island, the Feels Like Home, gotta call out the crossover. Because that song was also in Say Goodnight, or sorry, that song, that artist, Chantel, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's like Kraviozak, Lingaviosa. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. (laughs) Okay. Um, But she sings Feels Like Home as they're uh, coming back from Staten Island on the ferry. Mm -hmm. Even though they drove there on his bike, but okay. But it's an island. Well, you can. There's bridges to it. The Verrazano Bridge. Maybe he put the boat or put the bike on the boat. Oh, maybe. Anyway, whatever. I I don't care about about Staten Island that much. (laughs) I think about all of these logistical things. Like, there's something at the end of the movie as someone who is from the tri-state area. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm from the tri-state area. And knows New York City geography <laughs> extremely well. And I, I'll, I'll bring it up. Don't you worry. I know you're on the edge of your seat. But we will get into it. <laughs> I have a story about the end of the movie also. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> so. Stick around. Yeah, don't leave yet. The point is, she's saying say goodnight, not goodbye, which was in episode 323 of Dawson's Creek. Um, and also, um, she has a song in another episode that's upcoming that I'm not interested in discussing. See, so I knew that connection. That's why I suggested we do this movie. Exactly. I am And great job. Thank you. Yeah. Strong agree. Um, she also is connected to the show because she is the one, they used her cover of Leaving on a Jet Plane for Armageddon. Oh, so she's like, yes, yeah, super entwined with Dawson's Darlings. Mm-hmm. She's part of the multiverse. Yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> um, and she has a song in Saved, which I only bring up because have you ever, when's the last time you saw Saved? I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's really good. All right. Mandy Moore is in it, right? Yeah. Mandy Moore, Macaulay Culkin. I obviously... The draw for me was that Mandy Moore was in it, but then I watched yeah. it and was like, oh, this movie is very good in general. Um, Macaulay Culkin, Jenna Malone, a bunch of people. Nice. Sacked cast. It's good. I quote it often. Nice. Uh, frost yourself. Terrible fucking catchphrase. Frost yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like not a marketing genius's big break. No. But he he presents it so like it's this is amazing. He's like you guys. This is like has the er- the aura of a white man. He walks in. He's like you guys. I don't care what you're talking about. I have a very mediocre idea, vanilla at best, and here it is. And then they were just like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <sighs> nice. Would you work for this diamond company or no. this marketing company? No, it's too stuffy. I'd work for Composure, though. I'd be happy to write about shoes. I know nothing about them, but I'd be like, shoes are cool. 
there's yeah. like no there's no stake in that. So it's like whatever. <laughs> what kind of responsibility <laughs> do you really have when you're writing about like how to lose a guy in ten days? Yeah, I mean, you're. Let me tell you something. You're working at work. You're not coming home and thinking about your latest Tajikistan piece. Yeah, Andy, how to bring peace to Tajikistan, Andy? You sweet, Andy. sweet Andy. I also love that she was like, I. <laughs> the the document is like two pages. Two pages, yeah. huh? That's all it's going to take? It's like, here's <laughs> 500 peace. words on how to bring peace to an entire country. You're welcome. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I have a Implement master's. as needed. <laughs> from Columbia. Big fucking deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a real journalism. <laughs> Kate Hudson does? No, I'm saying uh, master's oh. from Columbia is like a real master's. Oh, yeah. That's like legit. Yeah. That's no joke. Um, also, the the big like every the reveal of the the bet going on. Mm-hmm. I think it works. I think the reveal works at the party. Like, it's absurd. Yeah, it's absurd. But like, I buy both parties revealing it in that way. In that way, yeah. And in, at this party, these two what are they called? The genies, the Judies, the Judies. They're so annoying and terrible actresses. Shout Except out to for them. Michelle, who was in ER. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, yeah, they're super annoying. And I just don't like the way they walk. They're just like... Yeah. What is that? The um, <laughs> When one of them is telling the other one that Matthew McConaughey... Ben Barry should go out with Andy Anderson. That should be the woman that he picks. Uh, the shh, yeah, hand gesture she, she like, does is fucking drags terrible. her finger across her lips, like in no specific way that is supposed to tell you anything. She's just like, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's subtle though. It has that going for it. <laughs> How much do you want uh, that yellow dress, though, that Kate Hudson wears in this scene? As an adult? Just, like, how much do you just, like, wish you could wear that? Oh, I wish I, wish I could wear it a lot. Yeah, same. <laughs> I didn't want it, because I, like, I was like, that would look fucking awful on me. But same. did I want to be able to wear it? Yeah. And look good in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, like, just kind of, like, twist my hair in, like, a messy bun. I could never. No. No. I had a meeting the other day where um, it was like very casual. We went to coffee and the woman that I was meeting with, I like, I thought I chose something that conveyed a casual professionalism. Okay. She showed up in um, jeans and like a sweater, like a, yeah. And then as we were talking, she like pulled off the sweater and just had a t-shirt on. And I was like, the casualness that you're conveying to me right now, I could never, I fucking wish. It was too casual. It wasn't too casual for the meeting. It was like the perfect amount of casual and I was jealous. Mm. You were like, why did I think of that? I just could never be that casual and I wish I could be. Yeah. You know? Same. So that was a bummer for me. 
You could be casual. Yeah, but I would also feel self-conscious that I would be underdressed. I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed. You probably looked way more professional than she did. No. It was a meeting. I don't think so. It was like a casual meeting, though. Yeah, but still, you're supposed to present your... Put your best foot forward when you're in a meeting. Yeah. And you did that. I'm proud of you. Well... Did I do that? Because I was trying to remember the name of Jenna Ortega. And I said, what's her name? I could never remember it. Um, she's in the uh, Adams Family Values TV show. Um, she plays Friday <laughs> in the show. And she was like, um, she plays Wednesday. And the show is named after her. Adams Family Values is a movie. What are you talking about? And I was like, well, she- Whoever that actor is, is in another movie that you might like. And I don't remember the name of that one either. You should watch that one. You really took her on a journey, huh? (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, Jenna Ortega. Yes. And the movie was called The Fallout. Nice. Yeah. Fucking sad movie. Oh. Let me go rush to watch it. Yeah. It's about a school shooting, the aftermath of a school shooting. The oh, fallout, in fact, from a school shooting. Um, so it's very fucking yeah. sad, but um, really important to watch, I think. In his defense, in in Ben's defense, and also defense of the man that the song was written for, Carly uh-huh. Simon's You Are So Vain was about him. It was. So in that moment. Who's wrong? Who's wrong? Not Carly Simon, that's for one. Okay, yep, that's also strong agree. Who's that song about, too? Feels like somebody famous. I know, I'm going to look it up. Ultimus to that. I'm going to ask Jeeves. Oh, hey Jeeves, it's me, Saz. How are you today? Good, no time to talk. (laughs) Just a quick question. Oh. Oh. Hmm? Oh. Scandal. Hey, it was I written. can't see your screen, just so you know. You got to say words out loud. Sorry. <laughs> Allegedly, it was written about James Taylor. That's right. Yeah. Actually, it's either about James Taylor or Warren Beatty. Beatty? Very different. Be- oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, oh, she I, was married to James Taylor. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's confirmed that the song is about Warren Beatty. Oh, I always thought it was James Taylor. As soon as you said it, I remembered that that's what I thought. She told huh. People Magazine at um, at some point that it was confirmed. It's about Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Baby. Or something. Not Beatty. I knew it was about someone famous. Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking cool. idiot um all those great <laughs> songs are about someone famous yeah which i like but um anticipation is about somebody famous also anyway the point is don't uh don't twist your microphone sorry <laughs> I, just, I just sit on my hands the point is the song was about him so he's not that vain Oh, also, as she's leaving, let's get to the end of the movie. Okay. (laughs) 
her showing that she's becoming the true version of herself um, is that her hair becomes yeah. curly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She's now living her authentic, most authentic self that she's no longer blow drying her hair straight. She's just wild and free. Could never be me. <laughs> never. And here's what bothered me. Whoever directed this movie, Petrie guy or whatever, he mm-hmm. loves bridges, as we've seen throughout the rest of this movie. And mm-hmm. she's on her way to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. for an interview. Uh-oh. And for some reason, her cab is going from Manhattan over the Manhattan Bridge into Brooklyn. That's not the way to Washington, D.C. It makes no sense. <laughs> I definitely caught that. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who knows manhattan though knows that that's wrong so okay. he's this guy's directed um a lot of classics like what let's name them um Miss- <laughs> richie rich oh shit grumpy old men oh my god classic after classic mystic pizza Wow. Um, also, Welcome to Mooseport, which, did you ever see that? No. I liked it. <laughs> I liked <Funny>. it. <laughs> I liked All it. Right. Um, just My Luck. Just My with, Luck? Um, yeah, Just My Luck with Lindsay Lowen and uh, Chris Pine. Lohan. Okay. Also, five episodes of Chicago Med. Oh, so he's still working. Right up my alley. <laughs> Show him the shoulder, Tim. You know I love Chicago Med. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> These little arms have gone for two days in a row of doing arm workouts, and they are nice. sore. They're sore, love but they're... to see it. Yeah, Nothing humbles you more than... Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Don't rip your sweatshirt. <laughs> Don't bully me. I'm not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what were you going to say? Nothing humbles you more than what? Just doing an arm workout. Yeah. The guy that was in the gym next to me was doing really low weights. And like 30 second, he would like get on a machine, low weight, like 30 seconds to just be like, bop, 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 like the rep. And then he would leave the machine. Hmm. Does that do anything? Well, I mean, low weight, high reps is definitely to build like um, muscular stamina, I think. It's not like, it's more for toning rather than bulking. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it was, that was all he, he would do that on the machine once for like 30 seconds. And then he'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm on to the next one. Maybe he's just lazy. <laughs> and he it wasn't like he was um doing like a quick circuit too because he'd like get on a machine and like be on his phone for a couple minutes oh and then God. he'd be like all right well next one i don't go He's to gyms a, anymore um, but that's annoying it's super annoying he was wearing a sweat suit yes. did he have a gold chain on no why do you know him I was just seeing if it was my Uncle Vinny, but. <laughs> nah, nah. 
that's really all I have. I got in class once we were talking about lighting. We were talking about continuity in stupid film school. And um, this feels like the most peak film school story possible, which is we were talking continuity and the teacher asked if anybody had any, any examples of like continuity errors. And I said, yeah, this weekend I went to go see how to lose a guy in 10 days. And in the last scene, it is uh, it's like a different lens on Andy than it is on Ben Benjamin Button or whatever. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> ben Mary. <laughs> um, it's she's very soft. So the lighting is a little bit different, which I'll give to just like the lighting changes on the turnaround, whatever. But it's a different lens on her also. Very clearly a different lens because she's mm-hmm. softer. And I said, I didn't know that it was a different lens. I just said she looks softer and the lighting is different on her. That's the con- that's a that would be what I would consider to be a, a lighting continuity error. And the teacher said, I think you should get out of class for the day. Don't talk about how to lose a guy in 10 days and kick me out of the class for the rest of the day. Yeah, what a douche. I know. I was like, this what, go, what are you uh, fucking talking about Donnie Darko again? How much money did Donnie Darko make? Like, what do you want? Like, we're only <laughs> making fucking Donnie Darko and goddamn Seven in this uh, industry now? Because Was that guy like? Dawson Larry? Yeah. Wait a minute. Holy cow. <laughs> oh. So that's a real story that happened to me. That sucks. I'm sorry. I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yes, you are. Final thoughts on how to lose a guy in 10 days. You know what? She could have saved a lot of time if she had just been up front with him and told him all this stuff that she wrote in the article rather than him chasing her down on the Manhattan Bridge. Yeah, but what a moment. I mean, not practical, but okay. Love never is. That's the slogan for the movie. <laughs> Not practical, but okay. Love never is. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I thought I think it's cute. It's exactly how I remember it, and I think they're still together. I think so too, because she really bonded with his family. Yeah. He never I brought a girl home before. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> Please. I don't know. I think I do. He's a player. Because girls is players too. Ooh. Oh. Love that for us. Hey, it was as. Yeah. Oh, are we done? Yeah. <laughs> I got to go take my nap. <laughs> Jesus. Are you okay? Are you iron deficient? Should I be worried? Maybe. <laughs> do you need to eat more um meat i don't know if that's possible <laughs> how do i have uh-huh. any meat today now that i think of it maybe that's why that's, you're tired that's yeah that's on un- uncommon for me hmm. interesting um hey come back next week we're gonna talk about season six. Oh my god episode one the kids are all right we're going to be getting it on Max. It's no longer yeah. HBO. Yeah. It's Max I now. It really rolls off the tongue. Yeah, yeah, we really should yeah. check that. <laughs> um, what a stupid fucking rollout. Also, the, the fact that you had to download a new app. And Very re-sign stupid. in and the whole thing. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have had to re-sign in, except that I had not paid the bill. 
Because uh, it was an expired credit card and I didn't realize, I forgot that that credit card was on there. <laughs> Here, let me give you some money for that. <laughs> uh, later, later, later. Okay, you can, okay yeah, I'll Venmo you. <laughs> hey, it was us. Yeah. If someone wanted to talk to you about the pay structure of Max, and um, that's HBO's new app is called Max. Oh, someone sure. wanted to talk to you about the pay structure of Max um, and how much to pay somebody for it if you're using their account. Where can they find you at? I am so glad you asked because I know so much about this topic. Um, you can find me at Ashley Zaz on Instagram. I am such a loyal friend and I always pay my friends back when I borrow their accounts. So hit me up. Great. Hey, Kim. Yeah. If anyone out there is, you know, getting kicked out of film school classes or <laughs> being just like misrepresented out there in, in class mm-hmm. and they needed someone to turn to, where could they find you? Sure. Um, well, first of all, get a fucking lawyer is my first piece <laughs> of advice. Sue. <laughs> Sue the Sue shit them. out of them. <laughs> um, and I'm happy to talk legalese with you. Uh, I've been having a lot of lawyer conversations and they're, I'm learning a lot of legalese. And also some things I don't know and I have to look up later. At Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. Talking ticks. Talking ticks, baby. Talking ticks. And the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the show. Are you okay? Say it again. And the show. <laughs> Got nailed it on the third try. Show has no social means needs, of course. That That's is untrue. That's not something we're doing. We are going to be rolling out a new color scheme for season six. <laughs> yeah, we are. What do you think it's going to look like? I think it's going to be something like kind of neon-y. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's the first that we've discussed it. That's the first hint. Very exciting. (laughs) It's like an Easter egg, you know? Yeah. Got a, yeah. How is it an Easter egg? It just is. It's like a clue. Okay, cool. (laughs) No one's asking Taylor Swift. People People should be asking her more questions, I think. I think she wants us to ask more questions. Yeah, she does. That's confirmed. I don't like this Matt Healy character. Oh, my God. So this is going to backfire on her, and I really want her to be careful. Uh, It's already starting to backfire on her. I know. Because no one's really, like, down for the Ice Spice remix. They're just like, this is a PR move. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. Well, she's got a bad reputation. Oh, is that a reference? Yeah, it's that a correct? whole that's a whole thing. Cool. I did it. Did it. All right. Well, please come back next time for season six. Um, if you made it this far in the program, wow. <laughs> Kudos to you. Kudos to you on the pronunciation. Program. That's how older people say it. Oh. Like program. Me? No, I mean like a little bit older than you. Oh wow. <laughs> like in their 80s <laughs> oh so just a couple years <laughs> yeah yeah a couple yeah. years out uh, we have fun 